Hello, Twitter world. Yeah. Hey there, Twitter world. I don't know what the hell that is. That's tight. Welcome, welcome, That's welcome okay. to the okay, Tapeworms podcast. I follow this thing called... I'm Tony Tapeworm. G-A-V. We have Josh Fraser in the building today. What's up? Tapeworms, what's good? We got Caesar. Hello. And Ramon. Well, how to do? We have an awesome show prepared for y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna talk really cool things. We're gonna talk about movies. We're gonna talk about art. We're gonna talk about life. We might even talk about Josh. Josh's life. <laughs> we're gonna get too deep. We're gonna make him cry. Yeah. So facts. Therapy session. Sit back, relax, and open up your ears to the Tapeworms podcast. <laughs> I had a pretty decent work week. It's been really slow at work. You're um, looking pretty cute, Caesar. Oh, oh yeah, and I've been uh, I've been practicing intermittent fasting. Um, it, fits, it fits my lifestyle, and so far it hasn't been very difficult. Um, yeah. So I think I finally found a and new glasses too. Got right? new glasses, yeah. Yeah. Cesar's um, just stunning right now. I know it's 2020. I it's Guy's everyone's talking good. about all these resolutions, but I'm out here executing. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. You look, you look great. I mean, and the tracksuit almost. Yeah, I'm busting oh, out the tracksuit. Wow. This kid works for a STEM company for sure. And here's Josh yeah, looking thick with the SC jacket. We're repping USC, baby. Yeah. Off West Adams. <laughs> yeah. SC is a nice dude. The Trader Joe's at USC. Oh they my goodness. Trader Joe's there? Yeah, they do. Wow. We gotta specify for our South Carolina listeners that we're talking about the University of Southern yeah. California. Yeah, the Trojans. Not yeah. the University of South Carolina. Sorry, Gamecocks. Let us take a moment of and like give a moment of silence for the old village that used to be there where Protus is. There used um, to be an old village. Yeah, there, there was like a little. Kid <coughs> yeah, you're a typical transplant. You wouldn't know. But Damn. There was, like, a movie theater there and, like, restaurants. There was a Denny's there, too. There was shit. a movie theater. Yeah. But oh, they, wow. like, knocked it all down. And How long ago? Thing. Maybe, like, eight years now? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember going there outside of my youths. Because um, for, for, like, a pretty long time, it, I think when I was, like, a little kid... Um, I don't know how little actually, but I, I remember it being, you know, hustling and bustling. There was a lot of commotion there. There was things happening. And then I think maybe when I was, like, in middle school, I don't, I don't know if it was still there. But by that point, most of the businesses there had, like, died. Um, it was kind of just a really lonely little area. And um, eventually, it just completely tore it down. Damn. For the best, for the better, you think? Or do you think it's just not? Um, there's the there's a lot more movement there for sure now. Um, before, though, like, it used to just be a whole bunch of locals who would go and, like, kick uh. it after school and shit. Like, I remember I would go, like, I, it was in, like, middle school and shit. Um I would just go on like high school, high school too. Yeah, we would go after school and like watch a movie oh and then just fuck around at the at the Baskin Robbins and shit. Yeah. Do you remember when we had a marshmallow fight outside of Denny's? Oh yeah, that was you and me. I think it was. Oh, was it, it was more people? Was it just us having a little marshmallow no. fight? Yeah. <laughs> wait. So wait. What do you what? think a marshmallow fight is, everyone? Um. Well, it's basically we had bags of marshmallows. The little ones or the big no, ones? No, just big ass marshmallows, <laughs> and then we just started throwing them at each other, and it got really fun. And then we had an all-out marshmallow war. Wait, that was in front of the Denny's, right? Yeah. Yeah. I and where that. was security? Um. Uh, non-existent. 
Dang. See, that's how the dope that's how the village was. Yeah, that's how the village used to <laughs> And then they work, cleaned man. it up. They drained yeah, the swamp. Yeah. yeah, they drained the swamp. But, um, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely for the better. No, there's way more business there. Before, that's it used to be really empty. Like, people would only go there because there was, like, a grocery store, the Superior. And like there was, a, used to be a superior there. Yeah, and, and now was, no Target, no Trader Joe's. No, no, it was like, yeah, it was like a little plaza. Yeah, it's wow. kind of like what it is now, but except with like businesses that were more for like the community, and not for like the USC students. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even not not like, not big like recognizable businesses. There was businesses there. I think slowly, like I think there was a Radio Shack there, um, but there was also a bunch of random little stores there and a little like food court for. For everyone, mm-hmm. I think most of the students went. Um, wow. Actually, I don't remember much about this place. For some reason, I thought it was there when I was like a little baby. But we went. Your memory we went in high school, time, yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Dang. No comment. I don't think I've ever been to USC. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been like twice. So wait, did we go for the college trip? We did. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Yeah. Right. I, can I put people on blast? Here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, this was. I don't know if this was the same year. Oh, no, it wasn't the same year. But Leo Lagrimas the next year, like. Stole, like a USC hat and like a USC polo. Got sent home. Huh, he, got, uh, he got sent home. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, like the like the security caught him. Like undercover Jesus. security. And I don't blame him. him. That freaking USC merch is. It was uh, a polo. It was polo yeah. by USC, so he had to take it. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Leo. I know it was fun though. <laughs> There's at our high school. Speaking of high school stories, though, we got to go on like an annual. I mean, you had to sign up and pay, but like a bus tour. I went to an all-guys school of a bus tour of SoCal colleges, uh, colleges yeah, was, for, like, a three-day thing. Honestly, to this day, one of the best trips I've ever taken. Yeah, Nothing no. but, like, good friends just going down there and, yeah. and visiting the college life. USC's, I remember being USC. We visited, like, USC, LMU, and UCLA one day. And I remember a similar story of people trying to steal shit from the bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> just stupid kids and like getting chased out of the store like almost getting caught but like at the last minute switching it into a different bag so like, yeah Remember was, vividly. I mean <laughs> Catholic boys I know it's bad typical privileged typical privileged white kids yeah so but other than that no we got to my first time at the mall in Culver City was on the college trip was that the Fox Hills Mall yeah yeah the one I don't know if it's Fox Hills, but the one... Yeah, I think it was Fox it's Hills. It's called Fox Hills, yeah. whatever. It's like, wow, this is a... Yeah, everyone, all the, all the old heads call it Fox Hills. Fox, now it's oh, like okay. a Westfield Culver City. It Westfield. is, actually, yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah. It's actually a really nice mall. Yeah. I remember uh, Austin Pulara had, like, like his, I don't know, like his cousin or something pull up on him at the Westfield Mall. Anyways, he thought he was super cool. I hate that kid so much. <laughs> all the, let all the demons out. Um, yeah, how's how's how how's your day going? It's going good. Just uh, it's been a kind of a slow week for me. I've been really sick, so behind in school and stuff. But you're at Riverside, right? At UC Riverside now, uh, in LA for the weekend to visit mom and some friends. So cool. it's been cool. Um, are, the, are those diamonds on your ears? Oh, they're come on, forty k baby. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not actually. I think they're Father from they're here. from Claire's. So. Oh. Yeah, but it'll do. Like that place bucks. Uh, is, is shutting down, right? Is it actually? I don't know. Probably. In in due I'm time. Just spreading fake news. It honestly is gonna shut down in, in mm-hmm. a couple months. The Amazon four years. True. Damn, businesses are just taking a toll. Actually, I was reading some stuff, and 
apparently like almost all businesses are taking a toll but convenience stores are on the rise because it's oh, yeah. it's like you can pay the premium price but you can get it even faster than Amazon you can get it right then right there and there's so many around that you know because they charge a little bit more than grocery stores and everything and they're so small they have everything in there you can go to the you know 7-Elevens on the rise there's a 7-Eleven right near my work and I like just downloaded their app and like I can already get a free hot dog now, so. It's like a dispensary. <laughs> get rewards and stuff. Yeah. First hot dog. First 10 grams of hot dog. <laughs> first buyer. Yeah. First, <laughs> first hot dog free for first customers. Yeah. Free Frank. The top shelf hot dog? Or? Yeah. Quarter. Frankfurt only. Quarter ounce hot dog. <laughs> Dude. Um, local tip. When you go to a freaking 7-Eleven and you're feeling like you want nachos... What I used to do is I would buy, or I still do, is I'll buy a bag of chips, and they have free chili and cheese. The condiments, man. So, just crack that bag open, and just pour some cheese in there, some chili, some jalapenos, and you get yourself some chili cheese hot cheetos. Do you pay for it before or after you do that? Uh, Pay for the chips, and then go to the condiments. Mm -hmm. Free cheese. I I don't have the balls to do that. 7-Eleven. I just get really, like, nervous. (laughs) I don't think anyone that works at Seven Eleven gives a shit. Yeah, but I would get, I would be nervous for them, like well, I, in in their place. Like yeah, I just feel weird. Yeah, I feel well, that. But it's a no thing. It's free. You, it's, you don't. Yeah, have, yeah. It's literally free. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah for it's, you. it's free. But I would, I would get nervous. Isn't there a Seven Eleven like over there or no? Am I tripping? I think there is. Uh, like off of. There's an a, the cl- nearest convenience store kind of is uh, AMPM. Oh, oh yeah, that's just down there. No, that's what I'm thinking of. Wait, back to nervousness. Why would you get... What's, what's there to be nervous about? Because I just feel like I'm cheating the system. What's wrong with cheating the system? <laughs> You're such a good boy, bro. Is this yeah. what all artists are like? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Little I'm, shy boy indie bands? If I if I learned anything, it's when if it's free, you get as much of it as you can if it's free. You know? You're ruining it for the rest of us. <laughs> Next year, 7-Eleven's going to announce no more free cheese. I was, uh... My voice has been cracking a lot lately. I love I this sick. little documentary. Uh, you know, you ever been to Costco? Speaking of hot dogs, though, Costco hot dogs for like $1.50. different. Value. You get all those onions, and apparently in Korea, or Korean Costco's, there's like a onion shortage. Or like, they, they spend so much on onions because... In Korea, they love their banchan, their side dishes, and they just yeah, yeah. I heard, more I heard and about more that onions. I heard, I heard that what like, they do is they they'll they'll dice up the onions or whatever, and then they'll pour mustard <coughs> and ketchup and yeah. they make a little dish out of it. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. That's, it? that's yeah. their side and dish. That's why they struggle with onions over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the that's a healthy uh, meal. <laughs> Hot dog and onions. No, just onion and ketchup and mustard. <laughs> so got, yeah, sometimes they don't even get the hot dog. No, they, I think they have to. No, yeah, they, but they, they just they get, get way the too much. Oh, they get they too got, much onion. They don't just eat I onion. I thought they ate just onion with ketchup and mustard. Oh, that's no, kind of weird. They right? get the hot dog, too, So because, you know, they got to have the meat with something, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's like how something. Yeah, yeah, that's but far. there's some backlash, and now they might get rid of the onion dispensers and make you get it behind the counter. How are the hot dogs in Riverside, Josh? I don't think I've had a hot dog in like six months. <laughs> but I think they're, I don't know, they're probably pretty good. Probably not as good as 7-Eleven hot dogs, but... 
no quarter pound. No quarter pound. No, no first time. No first time deals, unfortunately. <laughs> so, Josh, what are you in Riverside for? I'm studying up. Well, yeah. Studying. <laughs> um, that's it, really. Just going to school. Getting uh, my degree. Studying what, though? Uh, information systems, so business administration. So, uh, is it, wait, wait, yeah, is that like more of the tech side of business? Yeah. Like you would man your own IT crew or something? Yeah. Oh, that's, pretty much. That's, that's such a good major right now. I appreciate it. Which, which, uh, like river is Riverside <laughs> by? Oh, River Jordan, like Africa? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Because it's Riverside. I like have you, no, dude. Is there a river? Have you seen a river? I'm going to pull up a map. I don't think I've seen a river in Riverside ever. It's like mountains. There's no bo- like, like bodies of water. It's all desert and mountains, yeah. Then why do they call it Riverside if it's not by a river? I don't know, Tony. Remember that know. Shrek scene where he goes, good question. <laughs> there might have no. been a river back in the day. <laughs> the L.A. River, does that does it go that far? It's honestly all inland. I'm looking at the map right now. Yeah, it might be just, just a tiny I don't think there's river. any... There's a, oh, there's a Santa Ana River, I think. Oh. Oh. It's geography. really small, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so, it, how was your yeah? How was your first semester? We're actually on quarter system. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no answer. Um, it was good. It was kind of hard, like adjusting. Like, I don't know. Like first two weeks of school, I slacked off a lot, so it was hard to like bounce back. But I managed. So I don't know. It's kind of shitty being back in school, but shouldn't grind out these next couple quarters and get the hell out of there. So. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> What's been your favorite thing about Riverside so far? I have a good story to tell, actually. Um, okay. It's not really like anything fun, but Riverside's <laughs> pretty. It's a pretty sketch town. Um, just like a preface. One night I went out to grab some beer, and this like big black dude wearing like all red outside the liquor <laughs> store like looks at me and he's like, "Hey, come here." Didn't pay too much mind to it, whatever. Anyways, fast forward a couple months later. This is like the last day of school. My, me and my buddies go grab more beer at the same spot. And this car pulls up. They're pretty drunk, like you can tell. Like they hop out of the car, like they're talking shit to us. They're staring at us, whatever. And then this that that they come back from the smoke shop. They get in the car. And they drove, they drive. So we're like in the middle of a parking lot. Like we're in like literally in the middle of a parking lot. Mm-hmm. These guys are pretty pissed. Understandably, they're, they're pretty mad that we're in a parking lot. So they roll down the window again and they're like, what the fuck are you staring at? Like just, he's like, they're chewing out one of my dudes, especially. And the guy gets out of the car all drunk. So there's a smoke shop and a liquor shop next to each other. Oh so there's, so, the, so by the, by the liquor shop or liquor store, there's like a homeless dude talking to this car. And he intervenes, talking. Okay, talking. Okay, no, he knows what I mean. <laughs> He's tripping on acid. No, I'm joking. Um, uh, so he, he, so he, he, he like intervenes for us, and um, I feel like this is not a fun story at all. No, Anyways, I'm, I'm, he he inter- yeah, he intervenes for us, and he's like, dude, these guys don't want any problems. Like, like stop messing with them or whatever. Long story short, these two dudes end up throwing hands. Super sketch, like these, like because f- of us. I ended up walking no, with in the a homeless guy. No, with the homeless guy. Oh, the homeless guy intervened for us, and he he thro- they start throwing hands or whatever, and the black guy, the homeless guy, wins. Oh, and then he yeah. and then he turns around and he's like, "All right, that'll be a hundred dollars." And we're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? We don't have any money." And it was like he was like, "Yeah, I'm serious. Like, are you guys from Riverside?" And we were like, "No, dude." And he was like, "All right, get the fuck out of here." 
And yeah, that's that's pretty much Riverside in a nutshell. Dude, yeah, I've heard stories about Riverside being full of a whole bunch of scanty warriors, yeah, and fucking crackheads, crack yeah, like yeah, man, it's, it's fucking sketch for sure. But the Damn. music scene's kind of booming. Is it actually in yeah, the Inland like the scene, uh, There's a lot of like like rock bands in out the IE, right? IE, yeah. baby. I didn't like know that. Suburbs, so yeah, you know, garage bands. Um, they're they're popping over there. Didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, you could probably you know get your own place with the boys. It's pretty affordable. So yeah, Atlanta's Bust cheap. Just had a show in the garage. That'd be so nice, honestly. My my goal one day is to manage a tape room. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that'll oh, happen yeah. on the next stage. Ontario Airport out there too, right? Yeah, it's like twenty minutes from school, but it's the closest airport. Yeah. And so uh, this homeless guy, um, was he like pretty beefy, or he just yeah. knew how to throw hands? Like he does. He knew how to throw hands like, for is sure. That how he survives? Like he just gets a hundred dollar bill. I think that's what it is. Honestly, the man just knows how to throw hands, and honestly, I think you got like conned, or were they're trying to con you? Low key. There was like, yeah. What? Doesn't it feel like that? Like yeah. so, like like they were all in cahoots. Like yeah, exactly. Because. Why the fuck are they gonna pick in, pick on you in the middle of a parking lot? It's kind of weird. Yeah, they're. Drunk, I know, but maybe he was in it. Yeah, I don't know. That guy, that guy who picked on us was really pissed though. Like he didn't. Like he fucking hated our guts he for whatever reason. He was a good actor. In a parking lot. Yeah. Huh? He was a good actor. Seriously, right? <laughs> Smell the alcohol in him and everything. Did I talk about scams last time? I don't know. Talk about I've it. Been, I'm really into scams right now. I'm not into receiving or giving, yeah. but um, it's just like like one of those things that's. Like, you know how some people are just really into, like, reading about serial killers or just, like, just stuff like that? It's, like, really intriguing, just these stories because they're so interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Scams to me right now, or that that's what they are to me. Like, Are you trying to scam someone? No, it's just, they're really interesting how, like, elaborate they can be. Like, um, I was reading, I literally went on, like, the Thailand government website, and they have a page dedicated to their scams out there. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, they're so elaborate. It was, it was so interesting. And then I got into, like, Mexican scams, and I got into, like, scams in Egypt and... But um, there's this one scam in Thailand where, um, you know, you hail a cab. And because a lot of, like, foreigners, even if you have, I don't know if they have Uber out there, but even if you do, like, you probably don't have data out there, so you end up just hailing a cab. Um, and so what people do is they hail a cab. You tell them, I want to go visit this, you know, historic site in Thailand. And then they're like, oh, I'm sorry, but on Tuesdays, they're always closed. And, but I can recommend to you, and then this is where the scam can go in multiple directions. One of them could be, like, I know there's really good, like, fish spot, and it's a famous one. If you look it up, it's very famous. So people look it up or something, and then they're like, oh, it is pretty famous. But they take you to one that's, like, basically the whack version of it, yeah. and it's way more expensive and way cheaper than the actual famous one. Or they're like, okay, like, I can't take you there, but I, I heard from my cousin that uh, his homie just found a bunch of gems, and no one out here is, like, has enough money to buy these gems, but if you buy them off us and take them to America you'll make a killing because out there people can afford all these gems. And so all these like dumb foreigners go <laughs> and they buy all these dumb gems made of glass or they go eat at this fish shop and spend like $300. And the, these scams are, they're just interesting. Yeah, that happened to my mom one time. Oh, she was shit. she was in Ethiopia, her the, the homeland, and uh, she got like, I don't know, like some gems or stones or something um, that were apparently like, I don't know, like, I don't know, what do you do, like mine it? In, I don't know, anyways. Yeah. She got it in that country and it ended up like being a scam, like it not a, not it real. real it wasn't a real gem, no. She spent guap on that too. God damn. Yeah. It was probably like one of those. Uh, have you seen Uncut Gems yet? I was literally gonna say yeah. that. Why does that sound familiar? It. It's a movie with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Just oh, okay. Like a few oh okay. Yeah. Check it out. Um, uh, but yeah. I know it's not the Tape Rooms Movie Club time yet, but uh, I watched uh, it and 
I don't know if I Adam totally Sandler's are so washed. I love uh, Adam Sandler. He's funny. I, he's he cool. just saw uh, Happy Gilmore last yeah, night. Yeah, I was watching Happy Gilmore the other day. I <coughs> love that movie, but Adam Sandler has some range. He's not just a comedian. I he, think my favorite Adam Sandler movie is The Longest Yard. Let's get back to Uncut Gems, though. Um, <laughs> yo, it just reminded me of Uncut Gems. Yeah, Jones, Ethiopia. I, I, I think I it starts. Say, the movie starts off in Ethiopia, right? But, like, fucking... In a damn in mind. Um, yeah. The scams, that. dude. Yeah, there we go. Fucking scams. Um, one thing that I also learned about too is that China sometimes when they when there's like a security breach in like Amazon or some shit they'll get like all our information and shit our phone numbers what they'll do is you know how they'll like mass call you'll get like um, telemarketer calls and shit or like social security number calls yeah um, so that's China most for the most of the part for most of the part and they'll do that not targeting stupid people but targeting like their own Chinese I guess um not refugees, but people, Chinese people living in America who don't really know anything. Gotcha. And it's like, whoa, dude, that's freaking, like, crazy. It's kind of elaborate. Like, they're, they they try to scam them for their social yeah. social security number and shit because they don't know shit, you know? It's crazy how they have that Uncut information. Gems? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> it's just a, <laughs> it's just a really scam. No Adam Sandler movie is that Uncircumcised gems? <laughs> <laughs> I think the, uh, the, like, stupidest scam, I think you, Cesar, Anthony, and I were at the pier a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, they do this. They do this at Riverside too, which is super funny. But apparently, there's like this. There's like this booth of the, like this guy. He sells free books, and you go up to that. Oh you go up to that booth. And it's not even. They're not even free books. You have to like pay for it. There's like some loophole. I don't know. You explain it really well, but yeah, no. There's they hand it to you. You see this too with like albums. They sign the album. It's like, oh yeah, here you go. And then they hand it to you, and but they keep on following you, and and then they finally. You know, after a couple seconds, they say, hey, uh, you know, that'll be $10 or whatever. And it's just like, you just what handed is, this what, to me. Like, what, what the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> so I, stupid. Uh, I took some classes at Santa Monica College. I don't know if that happened to Ramon, too, but yeah, yeah. not the classes, but <laughs> the scam. <laughs> um, and some people think college is a scam, but. True. Um, so I was uh, on the campus just kind of hanging out in between classes because, I mean, I'm just taking a class here, so I don't really know anyone. And then this just this like older guy comes up to me with this book and he's uh, I can't really escape him. And I, I just feel bad, like, shunning people away. I'm getting better at it. But I kind of just started listening to him, and he's, like, explaining to me what his religion is and then how his leader wrote this book. And uh, he's a great guy or, or something was about the religion and stuff. He's like, I want you to take this. I want you to grow. And if you ever have time, you know, come join our group, and, and you can learn more about what we do. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I guess it's a free book. And it looks really interesting. Like, the picture on the book looks like some, like, pretty intense stuff and it just yeah it just looks like it's gonna be an interesting read like like if i did smoke weed like i would smoke weed and then read this book um but uh so i'm like okay i'll take this book and then i start walking away he's like yeah but um we are a small group and you know we don't really have a lot of funds and if you do want to take it you know we could really appreciate a donation and then i'm like oh bro you just gave it to me like and then i was like oh well here's your book and i just walked away yeah i I had one where like this monk dude was trying to give me like a spiritual book and he's like here take it i was like all right whatever i took it and then the next day he found me again he's like hey i remember you um remember that book i gave you i was like yeah he's like oh well that'll be like fucking 10 bucks or some shit and i was like "Uh, you can have your book back come on where's the where we actually get scammed you guys ever actually get scammed no we're not stupid okay well here's the story i (laughs) (laughs) here we go let me think about it while you say yours and i'll think about it it's probably happened yeah i was in paris right and 
luckily it wasn't for a lot of money, but I was just in Paris and there's these people asking for, like, these people, I don't know if they were gypsies or whatever, but they were, you know, gypsies. they were just in this town, like, I, I forget where it was exactly. I Paris, think. right? In Paris, but the, what's the thing, the Arc Lions? de Trump or something? No, I don't know. Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Washington, yeah. D.C.? Yeah. Um, <laughs> could have been anyone. Um, but they had this clipboard supposedly for to help children with deformed limbs and children with, you know, See, they, they scapegoat. They, they honestly say, scapegoat you there. They say, please, can you help these children with <laughs> these birth defects for setting up this thing? And, well, we'll here's a clipboard. You can get all the information. Here's the... Uh, just put your name and your phone number and your email and we'll send you all this information. But I was reading the actual clipboard and it was just complete nonsense of what the phrasing and the wording is clearly written by someone who English wasn't their first language. And at that point, I had already given them a coin. Luckily, it wasn't a bunch. I think it was like a one euro or something. And then they kept on asking for more after I gave them one. Oh, man, I could go on and on about scams. And then I just realized, like, okay, wait, wait, I just signed my name. Okay, I just, and I just left. And they kept on asking for more as I was walking. I was like, no, 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 sorry. Okay. Here's another one. God, uh, I was I was in Seaside, right? And I was outside of a sorry? pizza place with my a good a buddy of mine. And, man, we had the windows down. And there was this guy, speaking of, he was dressed in all red. Okay. I don't know if he had a knife or something. In my mind, maybe he did, but it was kind of... It was a few years ago, so I feel like he was... He was threatening us or something. Who were you with? I was with Matt Lucas, right? Oh, okay. So, we were just sitting there and outside of the pizza place, just on the street. And he, the windows were rolled down. He, like, you know, pops his head in the door, and he's like, You got any money? I'm trying to go to San Francisco. I'm, I'm trying to take the bus up to San Francisco. Like oh, I, I don't know. Like uh, he's like I need some money though, and I don't know if he like flashed a knife. In my memory, I think he did, or maybe I was just a scared little bitch. What'd you see? What'd you I see? I don't know. But he was dressed in all red, and I was like, uh oh, these guy, this guy has connections. I don't know what he's. Gonna you you do saw to me. like a like a weapon or something. Is my memory is not the best, but I was just I think it was just a uh, fear factor yeah. coming in. So I just said, all right, here's a couple bucks, and he's like. Okay. Three dollars. I, I don't know. I was like, okay, I need more. Like, this ain't gonna take me all the way to San Francisco oh, yeah. anymore. He's like, what do you mean? We just gave you this. It's like, okay, well, here, have a couple more. And then he's like, all right, thanks. Was he mean? Yeah, he was. He was, he was aggressive about it. He was like, and it was like, I should have just rolled up the window. No solicitors. After that, I sort of wised up to it, and I just, and if everyone, anyone tries to talk to me, I just. I got blind. So bad. So, and, and especially, you know, around here. <coughs> you know what's funny, man? There's always, like, something... There's something going on behind the scenes. That's... Your France story reminded me of um, this home, this homie. Um, I don't know if it was UCs or not, but there were... So, you know how Louis Vuitton's in, like, France and shit? Um, this friend of mine freaking was going to shop at a Louis Vuitton shop. Mm-hmm. And there's these this like Chinese couple outside, and they're all like, "Oh, we'll give you like freaking I think it was like three grand or some shit if you could buy us this belt. We'll give you the money right now. You could use that money to buy the belt. Um, please do us this favor." But then she goes into the shop, and 
fucking the workers in there are like what are you doing and she's like confused she's like what the fuck and she's like yeah we saw you talking to those people outside what are you doing and it was like oh they wanted us to buy this belt for them and so apparently that chinese couple outside was like they're from this like reputable replica makers Uh-oh. so they'll go and buy like originals and the original louis vuitton shit and like go out take it to like a manufacturer and like create replicas and i was just like oh shit that's some crazy shit that's some elaborate as fuck yeah. you know they'll do that gotta watch out all right i'm i just i didn't get scammed but i was with people that got scammed like super recently actually oh um, sh- i think i know the story so i was i i me protus are just some guys know that we hang out we're, we're part of an organization and we like help mentor kids sometimes on the weekends and um so i was you know hanging out with the kids that we help out um and then one of the kids, um, he was, like, outside. Well, we took him to the place where, you know, we, we usually hang out. Uh, we have breakfast or we just kind of hang out and they study. Um, so we were hanging out there. He was like, oh, do you mind if, you know, the, the person I'm selling some shoes to on offer up. Some Jordans, yeah, right? Yeah, some Jordans. He's like, comes to the, you know, the place where we meet up and stuff. And I'm like, no, it's fine, you know. It's, it's probably safer that he comes, you know, to where we're going to be because, you know, it's like a public space and stuff. And so the guy ends up coming. And then I'm just hanging out with the other kids, you know, in my car in, like, the parking lot. And I'm just, you know, just keeping an eye because, you know, offer up can be kind of sketchy. And so th- these two dudes pull up, like, in an unmarked car, like, with no plates, just super beat up. And I'm like, me and the kids were, like, kind of just saying, like, but we were joking. We're like, oh, yeah, he took off the plates because he was about to steal the shoes from him. But we did not believe it would actually happen. <laughs> but so basically the guy pulls up, you know, he walks out of his car, he leaves the door open, and his homies, like, yeah, I think he had, like, multiple homies in the car. And these are nice shoes, right? Yeah, they're really nice shoes. They're really expensive Jordans. Um, and so... Uh, you know, the other dudes are just waiting in the car. They all look kind of nervous. And I'm just like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't, like, do anything stupid. And um, so, like, I'm just, you know, just keeping an eye. And then uh, so the guy ends up, you know, seeing the shoes. He gives the kid the money. The kid starts walking back to the car. And we're like, all right, well, things went well. You know, he got paid for the shoes. Nothing went wrong. This is awesome. But I just see the dude. You know, he's a big boy. Like, he was, like, 6'5", just, like, really thick. He just starts sprinting to his car all slow. <laughs> and then he just shuts the door and just peels out. And I'm like, well, that was kind of weird. He just... I guess he's excited to try on the shoes or something. And then so the kid walks up to us and he's and he looks all like frustrated and we're like, What just happened? And he's like he you know, he shows us the bills, he was supposed to pay him three hundred dollars for the shoes. He busts out one real dollar bill, one fake one, and one that's cut in half. Damn. And then he's just like all sad and then it was it was just really confusing. And uh I was thinking about, you know, driving off and like following the guy, but I had the two other kids in there. I was like, this would be terrible to do. Like, if he does have a gun or something, yeah. or if we get in a crash, I have two kids, like, it ain't worth it. that, you know, that I'm supposed to be mentoring right now, not like crashing and killing them over, you know, some Jordans. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, that was definitely a scam. Dude, scams are an art. Scam I artists. I respect it sometimes. Yeah, con artists. Yeah. Oh, they're really good about that shit. I hate scams. I, they give me so much anxiety. Yeah, I think the general rule of thumb that I've learned after being scammed is that if it is fishy, if it feels fishy, if you feel it in your gut that it's wrong, then it, 99% of the time, it's, it's something's wrong, something's up. It's too good to be true. So, Moral of the story, Josh, don't <laughs> interact with people in the parking lot. <laughs> Moral of the story. Very don't, true. Don't sell Jordans on offer up. That too. You know, I, I don't know what culture it is, and I'll try to look it up right now, but I remember um, just reading, like, I don't know if it was, like, Greek myth or something. It's probably, like, all those Greek mythology things, but 
there, there's definitely like cultures back in the day that like just Ramon was saying like you know con is an art or something or there's con artists there's definitely cultures that have like really respected mm. thievery or stuff because it, it, it does take a, a clever those, person to pull it off without those getting princes in, in Africa you know they're like it's a religion for them to you know find someone in America and say I'm the prince of Zimbabwe I need a, please wire me hundred thousand dollars it's a religion to them and yeah i saw Does that something. ever work i don't know i don't know probably not yeah definitely right. enough yeah, on there's, there's a lot of it's work. probably one or two fools that's fun let's for take that. our uh, like let's take Scott. our break how about that let's take okay. a little right. mid mid show break yeah so you've heard of starving artists <coughs> and you know we obviously all know that there are a bunch of artists out there that are multimillionaires. Some eat cereal with water. Some eat cereal with, with liquid with, gold. With lactate. <laughs> so what are the starving artists doing? I don't want to say wrong, but I mean, I guess, what are they doing that isn't serving them economically? And what are the multimillionaire artists doing that is leading them to multimillions? I think, like, the underlying theme is, like, how they market themselves. Um, I don't know, like, like, starving artists are just... They're lacking. I don't know. They're lacking like conviction. I feel like it's 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 the fact that they try to stay like too pure. You know. What do you mean? That marketing themselves, they'll feel like they're doing a disservice to what they want to say. Even though I know art should be like a freaking you know in a, a way um, a way of expression, it shouldn't matter to you if, if you make money or not. But are you saying like they're going like too mainstream? Like they're trying to, yeah, they're not willing to go even a tiny bit mainstream. Oh, okay, yeah. If they want the money, I I think any successful business or person or brand in general starts off with like marketing themselves correctly and like promoting themselves. You know, pretty much. Honestly, I feel like selling. Like, honestly, that's what it is. I feel like selling out is unfortunately like the only way to do it these days. Is like to be like really big. Is to like. There's, there, there can be a happy medium. It's just hard to find it. Yeah, we, we've talked about this topic a lot before, um, maybe in the earlier podcast where we you know, talked about how you know, you, you don't have to be either a starving artist or a multimillionaire artist. You can just be a slightly thick artist you know, that's making enough money to survive with the yeah. music, but not so much. I think in the, the term selling out really came to fruition in like the 80s when that actually, there was like a clear distinction of when record labels really mattered and were like a, a the watchdog the uh <coughs> the gatekeepers of the music industry and it, it didn't necessarily correlate to quality but now when record labels don't really exist i mean they have some play but you've seen stuff on soundcloud go viral with the internet and everything yeah. anything could be successful no matter if you have a uh, you know, record label or uh, uh, like all you have to do is look at Interpol. You know, the big rock band, alternative rock band. Like they've stuck to a small record company for pretty much their whole career. There was a moment where they were signed to like a big like Columbia or some shit. Um, but for the most part, most of the records have been successful, even with that, because their message or what they were doing resonated with people. Um, but I also, I feel like for an artist, it's also important. Well, not important, but it should, it should, you should look to 
pair up with someone who has like a business mindset, you know? When when you think of someone, like who's the first person you think of when you hear the I word think sell like, out? Oh, well, I don't know. Adam Sandler? I think he's just washed up. <laughs> Ben's um, like, uh, like, freaking think of like Steve Jobs and shit, right? Okay. He, he was like the business guy. Yeah, he was a little artsy when he was younger and shit, but he started wising up and being like, oh, we can make mi- millions out of this yeah, shit. Yeah. And, you know, computer science is a fucking, it's kind of an art. It, it is an art. You know, there's a lot going on there. Um, and he had his coders and shit do all that artsy shit with the coding. But he was the mastermind behind the marketing. Right. I feel like that's what artists should be looking towards, you know, pairing up with somebody who has a different view. Because otherwise, yeah, pr- mm-hmm. probably not going to go anywhere. I got you. Yeah, they have like a very like narrow outlook yeah. on how yeah. they perceive themselves and their music or whatever. Scared money don't make money. Don't forget I, it. I, I wanted to say, too, like along those lines, how it's... You know, a lot of artists who, who, you know, look at the term selling out, like, well, most people look at it negatively, but if they, that's what they think about consistently, um, they, they like, they want to maintain their message in, in, like, a clear manner without, I guess, the pollution of, you know, capital coming in and now, like, you know, you want to say your message, but your record label is like, no, don't say that, say this and stuff. But um, I think the interesting thing about communication and stuff like that is that if, if you really want your message to be heard, it, it kind of sucks that, you know, money has to bring it out like that. So the relation between selling Definitely out true. and like the key to getting your message out is to sell out, which is kind of weird. Yeah. 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 There's no happy medium. Mm, I think there's a fine line. Okay. Yeah. Like I, like I brought Strategic up, it's all about yeah. like a control. I think, I think How much quality is also um, like a very important part of all this that artists probably don't want like talking about. Cause you know, they don't want to say their work sucks. But I think quality is also very important. I mean, look at, like I said earlier, yeah. Interpol and shit. And like look their at first l- records, the first three were independent. Look at all the big artists. Yeah. All The thing in common that they have is that they can say their own message unfiltered with what that label is saying. That label is offering them the opportunity and the platform to speak directly. You know, there's no... You hear it all the time. Oh, it sounds too poppy because the record label wanted them to sound like a certain way. There's, you know, maybe the indies, indie bands, they get signed to a record label and, and they get influenced to s- try to write popular music that's not actually, you know, true to them. So with big... The biggest acts, I'm thinking like Frank Ocean, Kanye, them, the whole really like popular world renowned drake you know the through line for that is they have control and that's what we all want yeah that's what i'm trying to like get at like if your product is good enough and you already you already have the hype behind you when you're starting off before anybody comes to you with big money the big money is going to come in and kind of enhance that you have the control because your product is what people want um, and now you have the money to be able to make it even better. But definitely something maybe artists should look at uh, yeah. and be realistic. I think that's that is like the, the the thing. Like a lot of artists say that you know, like they don't wanna, they don't care about the money. They're just doing it for expression and shit. And so scared money don't make money. <laughs> Comment on that too. I feel like sometimes. Um, I don't want to say all, like, it's definitely not all artists. It might just be a minority, but I want to say that 
you know, and sometimes people might hide behind the fact that they say, I, I just want to express myself because it's kind of like putting yourself yeah. out there, you know? It's like, I, if you were to say, I want to become the top artist in the world, you're kind of scared of people laughing at you or mm-hmm. yeah. nobody believing in you. You're like, if, And if no, you don't do it, it's you know, everyone, you know, kind of just puts you down and stuff. So you just want to say, you know, I'm just having fun, you know, just hanging out. It's It's kind of... You're not setting yourself up for failure. F E A R, fear of failure. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't want to get There definitely is people, you know, they just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just, I'm just trying to play music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I respect those people. Yeah. Th- those who just, I don't know, like, they might not be the best at what they do as far as, like, music's concerned, but they still grind their ass off every day and put the time in every day and they're passionate about it. So you can't really disrespect someone's grind like that. Mm-hmm. Let's go tape worms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's not get too uh, general, though, but yeah, we can go. Do you think it's the next segment time? It's uh, Tapeworms it, Movie Club? Is it do-do-do-do-do-do-do, Tapeworms Movie Club. So, last week we we talked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, great movie. Wish, I wish yeah, I was here you last get, You want to hear? You give your little 30-second uh, So, or the first time I watched it, it was first time. It was okay, you know. I liked it. I saw it in the theaters. Kind of was kind of. I was kind of like not. I don't know. I didn't follow it as well. Second time I watched it, loved it. Honestly, I don't know. That's just such a great movie. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. The ending was really good. Yeah. It was interesting. It's classic Tarantino. The acid joint. Um, oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. DiCaprio is my favorite. Yeah. He killed it. No, I think you uh, you're preaching to the choir here. Rick fucking Dalton. Yeah, you're Rick fucking Dalton. Yeah, preaching to the choir here. Caesar and I both loved it. I loved it. I love it so much. We'll Boy, get on to the next movie. Yeah. Who's Charlie? Charles Manson. Oh, uh, yeah. He had like a ten <laughs> oh, actually, second. Was he ever in it? Yeah, he had like a ten second. Like, and it was cameo. Not, it was never close up. It was like from the point of view from like far away, yeah. so you can only see him right from far. It would have been cool if he had more. Sh- Screen time and or Margaret Roby, aka what was her name? Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. God, she's so hot. Yeah, <laughs> I so liked how this though. Yeah, we we talked about it, but you can listen to the last episode if you yeah, want. Yeah, we'll more. get into the next movie. This which week I haven't seen yet. Is Joker. Joker. It's the Joker. Shout out, Walking Phoenix. So first impressions, Anthony. You've already seen it though, right? I watched it this week for the first oh, time. Okay. Yeah, so both came in with virgin eyes. I really like Joaquin Phoenix. I was really looking forward to his performance. I've watched <laughs> almost every movie he's been in. I, I loved her. Her is one of my favorite movies. That was a great, yeah. Uh, I really like his, I liked his old movies, Gladiator, the whole shebang. And I even like his little mockumentary. It's called, uh, like, not Wish You Were Here, but something like that. Uh, he plays, like, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but he's, like, Basically, goes on talk shows and pretends that he's quitting acting, all for this documentary, this fake documentary that he's actually filming the whole time of, of, of like, it's an exploration of celebrity and stardom and how he just sort of rejects it all. It's sort of like a weird mockumentary. But for this movie, I loved his performance. I, my favorite thing, my one thing that I, the searing image that I want to keep rewatching is his, his dance moves <laughs> is that for you i don't know what do you think i i just it was entertaining overall i just it was 
it was just an enjoyable film. Like I don't know what what to say about it. Like I I really like you know when he it turns out he was just delusional and I was oh, like oh my god here's like, where we're gonna disagree. I that while I did really like his performance, I thought the film as a whole sort of uh, it didn't it didn't take me there. It didn't take me. You didn't climax. I. I thought the whole thing of how she wasn't there the whole time. Uh, I guess we're haven't swimming. seen it yet, so. But I feel like that sort of cheapened it a little bit. Like I don't a, know. a cheap twist. Yeah, I was like, come on! Like I thought it was actually that whole time. That whole love story was just there to just like carry me along when they could have really been doing other things. Gotcha. Well, gotcha. I actually thought that whole well, being from like a comic book. Yeah, uh, that was cool. background. I kind of, you know, I figured that she was probably going to be dead or some shit already from when he met her because mm-hmm. he was a fucking weirdo. You know, yeah. And she came out of nowhere and started liking him. That's yeah. Not, that's not real. Yeah. No, she, there's always something fishy with it and it never, it, it never turned out to be anything. Like yeah. that was, her whole character seemed to be just like a ghost that really just reflected his already self-delusions self-delusional state of mind so it's just like his delusion of grandeur yeah exactly and so i didn't think we needed a whole beast like subplot that sort of i think i don't know just from my perspective i I thought it was cool um because it kind of pointed out the fact that he was crazy you know yeah i i liked a lot of the film though is and i kind of like it gave me a lot of anxiety uh definitely just the whole scene with uh he goes i really like the whole talk show that was my favorite sort of plot line was him going on the talk show from him watching with his mom in a room and then it cuts to the actual talk show and he's a guest on the talk show and that whole arc of him like loving this robert de niro talk show guest to actually talking with him as an audience to actually being a guest on it it's i love that progression and then obviously the climax of just want to hear a joke that was that like was crazy and i don't know the the whole thing of him i knew with batman you know with batman (laughs) that the whole the origin story of him is he gets his parents get killed and i I, you know i knew that was coming at the end i was just waiting for that and it turned out you know the way it turned out was like oh okay it was you know this is how it happened so you know how uh like when the movie came out there was like articles and like just posts on the internet about how you know the joker is is a is the incel anthem or something here's where we what 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 did you like what parallels did you see about incels and like the joker because now we can talk about it yeah okay i don't know what what did you think I, i talked a lot about it i let me what did you think? I mean, I don't know much about incels other than that. Um, just a lot of them are, it's, it's like involuntarily celibate, right? Like they think that women don't love them, but they deserve to be loved by women. Yeah. I don't know if it's incel. There's just a lot of backstory with the Joker as a character, you know, with the whole thing. And he had Aurora. so much to offer, but well, that girl didn't love him. Like, Well, not just incels, the whole thing with an Aurora... This is, like, one of the first R-rated superhero films. There's a lot of controversy that I think helps the film. Incels was part of it, but I think it was also, too, like, uh, you know, the shooting of a guy dressed like Joker in Colorado the few years back. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, the parallel is the fact that 
that I guess the incels, both the incels and Joker are like misunderstood. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's that, that's where I feel like the parallel is. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's uh, just just them against the world and then yeah. just nobody. Yeah. It's yeah, misunderstood. Live with living with their mom, you know, like mm. not a lot of traje- trajectory in life, not really goals. Or and they're good people, but but everyone just steps all over them. Yeah, yeah. Then no one knows their true worth because they never ask. Mm-hmm. I think another thing with incels too is like maybe they're they're loners. You know, he's such a loner, right? He's always he gets he's you know beta males, right? The, they're the betas, right? And so it's like. But not anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, he hit his tipping point. I get my gun, and now I'm, I can. The whole the whole arc of it, or the whole how he starts this uprising is because people think that he was right to kill those, you know, yeah. Wall Street guys, the alphas, you know, you could code it as, you know, the the rich dudes in the subway who are just like, yeah, you know, you could tell by their attire, their, by the way, my, one of my favorite was the whole world of the film, like Gotham City and mm-hmm. like the New York side of like 70s, there's really grimy, really even though it's a huge city, it still feels really isolating. That was one of my favorite parts of it, just the, the raw feel and the look of it. Um, Have you seen the movie, Josh? I have yet to see it. Uh, no sorry. comment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, I should have briefed you on it when we organized this. It's all good. Could've, you could have got it on my Amazon. I rented it the other day. I could have... 48 seen, hours. Yeah. Fuck. Damn. When did you watch it, Ramon? You can maybe... <laughs> uh, when it first came out. Oh. Yeah. It's and it's wilder. it's the top grossing uh, rated R superhero movie or like it's, it's Deadpool it's, rated R. Yeah, it's right actually. Yeah, Deadpool might be, but this one gross. blew it out of the water. But he's but Deadpool's not Walking Phoenix. Yeah, Walking Phoenix, man. I watched his sixty minute inter- sixty minutes interview. I love him. He's like one of my favorite actors. Um, he just lives out in the Hollywood Hills. Just lives a little quiet life. The uh, he actually had a brother named River Phoenix, who who over OD'd and died when he was, like, young, 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 like, in his late teens, early 20s. He died right outside of the Viper Room in that venue. I don't know where it is, like, in West Hollywood or something. So they talked about that. Well, uh, I just saw a movie called 200 Pounds Beauty. Very we popular. We can talk about that next week, maybe. <laughs> uh should we should we assign it? It's free, on Amazon Prime. Perfect. Yeah. How about that? Next week. I'd next like to week. preface it by saying that it was very popular in 2006, but I think um, now well, that it's like on Amazon Prime. What's the movie called? It's 200 Pounds of Beauty. Is um, that what like the? Oh, I'm thinking of Precious. Never mind. No, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, so basically, just just to like outline a little bit. Not. I'm not gonna give too much, but. Um, so basically, this film came out in 2006. It's about like you know a Korean girl that you know she's a she's a singer, but like she's kind of behind the scenes because she's like really overweight and like not like considered beautiful <laughs> in the film. And so she decides you know to to do plastic surgery, and then you know uh, you'll see what happens in the film. But cool. I guess she becomes beautiful. But the reason I'm saying that is because you know I guess maybe in 2006 people thought it was really funny, and I don't know how the culture is in Korea, and they loved it. But a lot of like I saw a lot of comments recently that are like very recent. A lot of people are saying, you know, this film is terrible, you know, because it it means that you have to be skinny to be a popular singer. You got to be beautiful to be popular. 
But I think the film was uh, actually a lot deeper than that. Yeah. All um, right, well, let's so, save it. So, save you know, it. Save it. it. Save you know? it. I, I already have to. I already know where to go with this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, check it out. Two hundred pounds beauty. Right. So K-pop. just to wrap a little bow on Joker today. Um, how would you? How would you grade it? How would you rate it? Well, I'm a terrible person at rating movies because I g- generally enjoy every single movie, so I'd give it a ten. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You enjoy every movie. I just enjoy every movie. There's no movie that you haven't seen that you've seen that you. I'm haven't just liked. easily entertained. What's the last movie you saw that you didn't like? <laughs> Can I tell you? Jeez. Are you? Uh, I'll, okay. I'll give it a seven point three out of ten. Okay. It was entertaining. I knew what to expect, and it was exactly w- what I expected. And it was it was good. It was good. Solid. Pretty good. I'm gonna give it a six point nine. Have to. Wow. wow. <laughs> Just because I love... Okay, maybe a little bit more. This isn't a burrito review, but... We should come up with specs for how we're going to grade them. Like. True. Okay, acting. Acting was my favorite part. Um, oh, what yeah. The larger thing of like what it, it was about, I did, that didn't really hit for me. <coughs> I thought it was just entertaining. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, I thought it was great. Ow. Um, oh. But what the whole thing of like the deeper meaning of like... Oh, this is about mental illness. This is what we're like trying to say. We're gonna tr- try to say something about mental illness. It, I didn't really get that. Maybe for some people, they they were affected by it, and it's like, oh yeah, this is really deep. But I yeah, didn't like really how get they cut it. his funding and stuff for medication and all that. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're sorry. Yeah, we yeah social. The system doesn't care about you. Yeah, I I didn't really that get that. I don't know. I'm more into rom coms. I me yeah. too. I love 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 rom coms. Well, then you'll love 200 Pounds Beauty. Perfect. Oh, and I love Korean films, too. So. I'd like to call it a dramedy. That's my wow. favorite. That's my favorite, man. I love uh, I love those movies that are like kind of close to, to real life, where there's not a lot of huge action. I mean, I love action movies, too. But. Like Shrek 2? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Shrek yeah. 2. It's a goat. Go movie. <laughs> that one gets a 10 out of 10. I think it does. I don't think I've... Watched that movie and gotten tired of it. Yeah. Not yet, at least. Are we still in the Tapeworms Movie Club? Yeah. We can wrap up soon. Just one more have topic. Our, have our general thoughts. Yeah. Have we talked about World War Three yet? Yes. Oh, <laughs> we talked about this already? Too much about this it. This is, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, wait, wait we can get your, we've talked extensively. Do you think it's actually going to happen? <laughs> I think maybe there might be a World War Three in the future, but yeah, not anytime soon. Yeah, maybe not. Hopefully not. Hopefully not anytime soon. Time. Honestly, if I had to get, if I was drafted, first of all, I'm asthmatic, so I can't get drafted. I think that's how it works, thankfully. But if I weren't, I'd probably break a leg and try and not enter. Honestly, I don't even think we have to worry about getting drafted. We have so much, so many fucking troops. Out there MLK right weekend is coming up, right? We can True. True. Any, uh, how, what's your weekend's plans looking like? I have a paper due tomorrow. Oh, Gonna finish that and then hang out with fam. Right on. Probably that's about it. How about you guys? I just got a drone. DJI? Yes, sir. Mavic Pro? Mavic Mini. Nice. Mini guys. Dude, that's DJI what? Have, so you started, have you used it yet? I just, it just came in. I've had work and it's been dark outside, so I haven't been able to take it out this weekend. Gonna try to take it out. We'll see. Let's go to a park. Let's do it. I'm so so down. Let's let's do it. I was hanging out with uh, some friends like in college, and then one of them busted out his drone from the trunk of his car. 
and he just started. We weren't on the college campus. We were like by his friend's house, and then uh, you know he just flew into the sky, and then out of nowhere another drone came out of the sky. <laughs> Started fighting, and then we were just all super confused. We're like, "This is the first drone battle ever." How close Star Wars just begin, or like, it was super close. Like, I guess from the other neighborhood, someone just saw it and they busted out their drone. Nice. They weren't trying to be violent or anything, but they just got really close to it, and we're like, "What's happening right now?" You can hear those from, like, they're loud. They're pretty loud. They were like, I stupid, kind of stupidly. I, I, when I got it, I just chomped at the bit. I, I took it out. I got it all ready, and I flew it in my room for a little bit. Big mistake. It was dark out. It was Jesus. like it even said, um, "Be cautious. Do not like be have nothing close to like 1.5 meters. Be like aware." And because like the flight isn't exactly calibrated to be in dark and it, the sensors all messed up, not good for light, not good for dark situations in any way. <coughs> I fly it, and I'm like, "Oh shit! What do I do? I don't want to hit my face." And, like, I'm just going around, and there's one, there's two joysticks, right? I meant to land it, like, in the rug, but I accidentally bring it closer to me. Hits my chair and my leg, and I'm like, oh, shit. I, and it falls down, it's like, beep, beep, beep. Uh, detected, uh, like, collision detected. It's like, oh, shit, and it's, like, red flashing. It's cool, because you could uh, use your phone as a camera, like, you you have it and then your phone connected mm-hmm. which is really cool technology but luckily it's it's should still work and it the things are pretty durable so finally wanted to take it outside in the in the light of day this weekend and luckily it's a nice 3 day weekend maybe uh NFL playoffs true true i'm going to uh hang out with my girlfriend on sunday so i'm probably going to miss out on the games um, but we're going to go to a drag show in uh, the Hamburger Mary spot on Sunday. Oh, Bottomless yeah. mimosas. Um, oh, so I'm hanging out with her movie. and her friends. So I I'll have a good time. Maybe. But uh, hopefully uh, people keep me updated on the score. Drag show? Mm-hmm. Like a race or like, like no, men No, it's, it's like dressing. drag queens. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to have uh, the massive burrito. Sounds so fun, honestly. And bottomless mimosas. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Cannot go wrong. Ooh. Shout out MLK, man. Thanks for bringing us here together. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, I, sir. I, uh, <laughs> I, it's funny you mentioned that, uh, in college, uh, a classmate of mine made a documentary about Hamburger Mary, so I know all about it. You're in for a treat. They also do bingo. Well, I tried to go one time, but they were, the, I guess it's really popular. It's and, and so fucking popular. I couldn't go with the people I went with because it was, like, so packed. Like, do you have a reservation? And I was like, oh, I didn't know we needed one. It's in West Hollywood. It's, you know. There, there's, uh, multiple, I think. Oh, okay. Well, the, I guess which one did you go to? Well, I went to the one that's like in like the Long Beach area. Oh, okay, okay. Even that one was crazy. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it was by Long. Which it was somewhere out, out, not in, in like Bay? West Hollywood. Which one are you going to this weekend? I have no idea, but they made reservations. Oh, great. He's okay, there. So, so you should be, you should be good. Ramon, weekend update. Make it, make it, make it sound exciting. Don't say, oh, uh, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just <laughs> hanging out. I'm just chilling. Come on. I'm just chilling. He's going to play League of Legends. Why you got to out me like that? Come on. No, no. I, I, I don't get it. Why, I, I really want to know. What do you know? gain from that? <laughs> I really want to know. What's your character? What's your what main? What do you Come gain on. from that? No. You don't want to? Speaking okay. of Joker. Oh, wow. Just saw a snap. Just saw a Snapchat story. Sorry. 
Okay, well. <coughs> so, uh, in typical tapeworms fashion, we always end off with a song of our guest choice. So, uh, Josh, um, what song would you like to be featured today? Hmm. Let me see. I'm going to pull up the playlist here. Any of your uh, friends, you know, have an indie rock fan? They're rappers or uh, play classical music? Let me see here. <laughs> I kind of want to play that song. I'm not going to, though. Up to you. No, I'm not going to. Oh, this is tough. Any of your favorite songs? Oh, so many options. <laughs> so much pressure. Um, shit. We maybe should have briefed you before we started recording. No, it's all good. I, I expected year. this to come. I don't know. I kind of yeah, like. True. I kind of like this song, "Green Yon- Green Onions" by Booker T, and the, and the MGs. Yeah, banger. Okay. Josh for coming on and joining us. Say saw Ramon, Anthony, Tapeworms, thank you for having me. Our pleasure, man. And as always, keep, keep it, it wormy. wormy. <laughs>